Welcome to Views from Genesla, episode whoop, 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 whoop. number two. Out here, second one. Woo! Um, <laughs> you guys, this week has been crazy a lot. <laughs> Listen, this episode, so let me preface this episode, okay? <laughs> let me preface this episode yeah. with um, grab you some tea, grab, you know, a little blanket, your safety blanket. <laughs> Sit down. Um, and, and, and just get ready for a serious conversation um so yeah this should be a good one but first yeah but first <laughs> let us uh let's do a check-in what's going on mo um this week this week i started my internship and everything but it's going back to school yeah. and i'm happy because it's last semester mm -hmm. um stressed because i read the syllabus and see the work <laughs> that's about to come for me um but other than that you know not bad everything's going pretty good it's just cold but you know other than freezing. that pretty good <laughs> freezing freezing yeah, i don't do cold, I don't do cold. <laughs> um my week was okay i had a breakdown this week <laughs> i didn't even tell you i, I really you didn't no um i usually call you but uh i had a breakdown and just because a lot and we're we're gonna get into it today okay. a little bit um but just a lot's happening and i just felt a little bit overwhelmed yeah. um and i felt like the lord wasn't listening to me <laughs> um, and so you know i, I had a moment but yeah we, he rolled me back in okay so so i think i'm okay um for now um but that's pretty much the week the, 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 you know nothing crazy um, happen. happened. Stick it to um, your goals. Yeah. Listen, hey. I'm going hard. That was, I said last last episode. I said 2019 is my go hard year. Fearless. And being fear, I think that's why I had a breakdown because, <laughs> listen, fear will have you out here tripping. You know what it I mean? Does. Um, because it's telling you that you can't do it. But then mm -hmm. God says, you know, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And I'm like, well. Child. The reality of what I'm living <laughs> is telling me no, but you're telling me yes. So I have to fight that fear mm -hmm. and push past it. So it, this week was trying, okay? It and was it's crazy because this week I was really thinking about when you were like, my finishing word from last week was to be fearless. So I was like, you know what? Let me make sure I'm always attacking fear as well. Mm -hmm. So this week I really was thinking about you and like, let me listen to a word on fear to make sure I'm not walking in it mm -hmm. this week. So oh, wow. See? Okay, I'm helping you. I should encourage myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, but yeah, so let's jump in. Listen, this week's uh, subject, mm. the the big elephant that has been stomping it, it around. Ain't even an elephant. Listen, it's just everyone. It's gigantic. About it. Everybody's talking about it. So we wanted to give you guys, I guess, our take on it. Um, and it's the surviving R. Kelly uh, docu series yeah. that was on Lifetime this week. Mm -hmm. um, it was a lot. It was heavy. It was very heavy. Very, very heavy. Um, and so we're gonna, you know, take some dissect it a little bit. I have Mo, who is the counselor extraordinaire expertise expert <laughs> expertise expert um, out here, yeah. and uh, we're gonna dive in a little bit and and see um, what's going on. So. The first thing that I want to say, you know, before we just like, you know, completely dive in is I, I've heard a lot of people um, say, why are we talking about this? Everyone knows this about R. Kelly already. This is old. He's been around, obviously, for some time. He just turned 52. Right. Um, recently. Why are we talking about this? And I believe that this is a topic we should talk about it because it's so much more bigger than him. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's just a representation of conversations that should be happening, mm -hmm. of things we should be addressing. Right. Um, that a lot of times have been very shish 
shush and mm-hmm. hush hush, especially in our community. Yeah. Um, and it's much more common sometimes than we think or we're even aware of. Right. Um, so just to start off the bat, I wanted to go straight into statistics. Okay. Wise. Oh, y'all, um, she pulling out the phone. Let me let this you know. This is serious. One in four girls and one in six boys will be sexually abused before they turn 18. Wow. Okay. 8.3% of reported child abuse cases were sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. 34% of people who sexually abuse the child are family members. Mm-hmm. 12.3% of girls were age 10 or younger at the time of their first victimization. Mm-hmm. First. And 30% of girls were between the ages of 11 and 17. Wow. 27.8% of boys were the age 10 or younger at the time of their first victimization. And I think that's important. Um, that we shine light on boys. It's not just girls. Right, right. It's, it's boys that is happening with. And 96% of people who are sexually abused, that who sexually abuse children are male, mm-hmm. which I think that's huge in perspective of the conversation, the teaching that needs to be occurring. Mm-hmm. If this is 96%, is this happening? I mean, 96% of these males that are doing this, their perspective is, is really off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 76% percent of people who are sexually abused who sexually abuse children are adults mm-hmm. um and those are the numbers wow. and um and it's according to because i don't want to just be saying numbers it's according to american society for positive care of children mm-hmm. and i i think that this is just important to discuss mm-hmm. and um and just just have this conversation because obviously we weren't having it and he's bringing it to light so it's important um what i what i really took from the documentary and what i really um admire about them is they didn't just attack r kelly they gave a story right um and they started with his childhood because we see these are adults that are hurting children and i love that they started at his childhood because it shows how this came about Mm -hmm. and how this developed that we got to this point today right um and it showed the the first and foremost thing is that r kelly was they're saying molested by multiple family members which he confessed um from up to six to seven years of his life Mm. and not only him, but his brother as right. well. His brother as well. Which which came out and confessed that one of the people that at least we know was their sixteen year old sister. Right. Which leads to 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 the thought that probably she was, you know, assaulted and, and molested as well. as well. So And it's kinda like just passed down. This is this is what I've learned. Right. This is what's been happening to me. Mm-hmm. This is now what I pass on. Right. And I'm doing to you because right. this is something that I've learned as a child probably and a lot of times as adults we reflect um and that gives you a skewed perspective which is you know like you have a miss uh misconstrued understanding of um what you know the relationships and what is proper and what's inappropriate where where where's inappropriate to to touch people and things like you have a a, a, uh your your thoughts and your perspective is skewed on that absolutely um and and i i i like that not that I say I like, but I think sometimes we have perceptions of people um, not knowing. And these numbers show that you can be in a room with four girls and one out of these four girls mm. or in a room with six boys and one out of these six boys can have a misconstrued 
view when it right. comes to sexual interrelations and abuse because of their upbringing, because of what happened to them right. um, as a child. And, and the thing is, I Kelly grew up in church. Mm. And we might think, oh, because you're growing up in church or you may be hearing the word that this isn't in a church or this isn't happening right. um, to people that may be in an audience every Sunday right. that could be coming every Sunday. And yet this is um, their perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that me and Sherelle um, did with the college girls, which was amazing, was we had a whole series where we listened to Relationship Goals right. by Mike Todd. And in one of them, he really you know, talked to the parents and said how important it was that they start talking to their children immediately because it's who are they learning right. this perspective right. of a healthy view mm -hmm. of what God ordained. It's not something that's just nasty. What God ordained, who's teaching them this perspective? this perspective are we being quiet on the matter and leaving it up to the world right um to teach them mm -hmm. and and then shock when they come out and they do these perverse things right, right, um, right. or are we taking a rein on it already and starting to introduce them from a perspective that god has over it right um, and not shying away from the depth of the conversation because yeah. i think a lot of um in our christian world yeah. we talk about sex in the sense of okay we absolutely know that it's god ordained it is god ordained in the parameters of marriage mm -hmm. but then it's you know and you obviously don't have it outside of marriage mm -hmm. But then it's that's the end of it. But then the curiosity of children, like they get into, I want to know exactly what it is, mm -hmm. what, you know, all this different things. And we're not having the conversation that Google is readily available, available. to give to them. Yeah. Like you Google the word and then boom, there is everything. And they don't know how to filter these things that they're they're um, that they're getting from Google. And they would want to have that conversation with you. But then a lot of them are fearful of it because it's not, you know, a conversation that's easy. Um, that's even open to have. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and, and, and there's one thing that he said, that Arkady said in the documentary was, he later said, I was too young to be exposed to something like that. Mm -hmm. um, this was this was wrong. Right. Um, and, I, and, 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 and he's admitting, like, right. I understand how this changed me. Mm -hmm. I understand now looking back as an adult, I'm looking back and I'm, I'm seeing that um, this was wrong and, and, and that's why we kind of wanted to discuss that today that that our affect our actions and, and how we view others mm -hmm. regardless it affects them right um, and it will affect other people and I wanted to point to Romans 6 13 mm -hmm. it says do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness mm -hmm. but rather offer yourself to God as those who have been brought from death to life and have offered every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness and I just realized what R. Kelly and his music and what it was just, he was using his instrument as. Mm -hmm. What was being spread to mm -hmm. these girls, so many different girls that to this day, there's still girls who haven't spoken with their parents right. um, and are still separated from their families. Mm -hmm. And it's really destroying mm -hmm. them. And um, I just think that, wow, what could have been different um, if he could have offered himself as an instrument of righteousness? What could have been different if these gifts, instead of teaching in such a raunchy way, in such a misconstrued way of abuse, what could have been taught in a different perspective if he learns um, just this interaction completely differently? If, if he, even if he was abused, if he was able to get the help yeah. that he needed, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how different, how different his life could have went. Yeah, how different if he would have got the help that he needed instead of festering and feeding the monster that 
you know, that was that was given to him. Yeah. Really be passed to him. Um, We talk about generational curses and literally in his whole family. You know what I mean? Um, And and this thing that was passed on to him and he was an instrument that passed this on not only to the girls who he had interactions with, the girls that, you know, he he, um, basically, I guess, kidnapped in this sense um, or or took in as as sex slaves. Um, But not only to those girls, but to a generation. Because, you know, we were talking earlier about his music. He poured out all of this in the music, but in a way that... We're out here, you know, we're 11 and 12 (laughs) singing these songs, you know what I mean? And have no idea because the beat is hot, right? And you're singing, I was saying, like, you know, singing this with passion, AJ, (laughs) singing this with a passion, right? And you don't recognize what you're singing. And it's like you spread this to a whole generation and we're all like devastated because it's like my whole childhood, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like... The bubble is just fastly bursting. All of the childhood bur- is is it's going up in flames at this point. Yeah. Um, but what would have happened if he would have got the healing? You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's an incredible artist. But dude, like yeah. you're a monster. <laughs> you're like a whole demon out here. Like you're spreading just brokenness and and instead of the healing that could be administered. And the reason why I say the help that he could have received um, this summer which I've talked to um, Cheryl about and those who know, I've worked with teens who were on, teens and children, who were on probation for sexual inappropriate behaviors. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, you know, they have abused others um, around their age sexually and- um, And these are young kids. And these are young kids that have done this. That have done this, yeah. And as I was watching the documentary, it really, R. Kelly had so much in common mm-hmm. with these children, whether all the way down to his learning disability. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have had multiple clients who had learning disabilities, but they were amazingly talented in the arts. Mm-hmm. And and they showing they're showing this um, in the documentary. And I'm sitting here like, wow. And and then after that, they they went into um, the fact that he was molested. And and so even with our clients too, a lot of them were molested as well. Mm -hmm. And then they went on and they continued the same behavior and, and sexually abused someone else. Mm -hmm. So I, I, and in in our program, we're working with them. We're trying to teach them empathy, you know, how they made someone else feel the power that they took from Mm -hmm. this person, how they think that it could affect them appropriate age relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, scenarios to, to teach them, is this appropriate? Or is this inappropriate? Trying to get them to understand this. Um, And it's very important because we already see, okay, how you are viewing these relations is inappropriate. Let's start working on changing this before it it can turn into something like a predator. Before it could get to that point, now that we are aware that you see it this way, let's counsel you and help you to see it in the correct perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of... So obviously R. Kelly didn't have anyone in his life that could do this for him, that could help him in this sense, because literally he grew up in a family of monsters. Right. And so I'm thinking now of because you want to stop all of this from happening 
at a younger age so that he yeah. doesn't grow up to be, you know, what he came out to be. Yeah. But if he doesn't have that and he's, you know, he's grown up and he has these tendencies, now the accountability for me was, or the lack thereof, was on everyone else around him. Yeah. It's because, you know what I mean? Like he's already, unfortunately, he didn't get the help that he needed at the yeah. younger age. Um, and so now it's up to the people that when he's, telling you to fly out a girl and you recognize that hey wait a minute she's not even 18 i'm not doing this mm -hmm. you know what i mean but mm -hmm. they, didn't. they didn't or the parent well listen that's a whole nother side yeah. i'm talking about the parents but everyone around him i felt like added to it yeah. added fuel to the fire and fed the monster within him yeah because they enabled him and to do all of these things yeah um, I, I, I definitely do agree, especially with the learning disability. So they're saying, you know, it was hard for him to read things online. Right. Hard for him to book tickets. So I'm like, you guys are knowing these yeah. things and, and you're partaking in it, knowing that it's wrong. I don't know if it was for money. Um, I don't I don't know if it's I don't want to lose this job, you know. But I'd rather lose this job than lose my soul. That's not everyone, you know, um, unfortunately. Um, and now everybody's crying, boo-hooing years later. No, you already did what you did. You know, and, 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 and that, that, that points to, you know, don't be deceived. Bad company will corrupt good, good morals. Yeah, absolutely. It will absolutely corrupt it. And I think not only with him, you know, even with the girls, it, it was sad to see that they would bring their friends mm. and, and they would bring yeah. other people and introduce them. Or he'll say, go and get more girls. And they would go out and get that. And, and, it, and it hurt because I work with teens um, and teens especially they they do move in groups and mm -hmm. this is a time where peer relationship is huge right um, and to see how they can get more and more people to be staying close with each other and bringing more and more into the issue it really you know broke my heart so it's very important that we are also aware of who's around us and what they're going through and and being able to be real and honest with each other about what you see mm -hmm. um what you see in them and what's going on you know that's just very very important um we just help and see that's a bad situation you know yeah i i mean it's not only your, your, the company and your, you know, having your friends to go get other friends, but in my mind, and this is why we were saying, I'm so grateful for my Haitian parents <laughs> that were like, Koto ye, akiesu ye, bum telephone, bum pala avec parlant, you know what I mean? Akile wa privé, akile wa retourné, son bag arrivé, who am I, you know, who am I calling? My mom to this day, I am 30 years old, okay? <laughs> to this day, like she needs to know, you know what I mean? Who is this person? How do I reach this person? I, I remember um, last year I went to Jamaica, mm -hmm. literally, and out of respect, I just did it because, you know, I just want to avoid that whole conversation. <laughs> I literally gave her the phone numbers of all of the girls that I went with because you never know in this day and age, obviously, with things like this yeah. that are happening, it's not that they're being oh my gosh, I can't do nothing. Like, it's not that. It's yeah. that this world, if anything, I want this documentary, this docu-series to open up the eyes of our youth to unfortunately see the world, the monsters that are in this world and yeah. how they can sweet talk you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not even your, unfortunately, it shouldn't fall on you to have to pay attention to these types of things as a kid right because yeah. you want to just be a kid mm -hmm. but unfortunately you have to yeah you know what i mean and so i'm hoping that it's not just that dang you know my mom's just being on me all the time mm -hmm. it's that there are people that are out there 
that want to harm you. And as a parent, it's your job to protect. protect. And so they kind of feel like they're failing if something happens to you. Yeah. And and I think that at that, when you're at that age, whether so many of the girls reflecting back would say, you didn't know. You didn't know the world was really this messed up. You didn't know that people would really just use you for their own Mm -hmm. selfish things. There's times I was just so upset when my parents wouldn't let me do so many things growing up that I'm watching this series like, wow, I'm thankful for it. Like, I, I don't regret it at all now when I see how ugly the world truly could be and they understand that you at the age you are you're not gonna see it you don't know the signs you don't know the things that I know you don't understand that this is kind of iffy or when you do get in a scenario that might be iffy you don't know how to respond how do I get out of this it's like I'm just freezing or I'm just Mm -hmm. staying in it or maybe I want to get out but all my friends want to stay in yeah and and now what do I do when everyone else want to stay but I'm I'm I want to go yeah you know or or I was raised differently and and I don't I don't want to partake in this but I don't know how to do it right you know that I'm I'm happy so many scenarios I probably wasn't put in because Mm -hmm. of how my parents raised me um but unfortunately not everyone not everyone um went to this and this is bigger than r kelly too because it's a call to stop others yeah yeah. you know stop others from it growing um from what is going on calling it out like this is disrespectful this is too far this is not okay um i think that you know that's just very very important you know absolutely it's not like you know um we see the memes on uh on online on social media on instagram saying you know it's it's bigger than r kelly yeah. your uncle that you know that you sat across the table at at thanksgiving yeah. l- listen okay we have to have a conversation about this you know it's yeah. not just um this situation with r kelly it's, yeah. it's much bigger than and that. and i think even when being young sometimes it's not even just what you taught or what you've seen it's the culture of the norm around you yeah you know i've grown up from going to this program and learning so much about the laws and sexual harassment laws and sexual abuse laws that I didn't know prior because it was just so common Mm -hmm. um, in school, whether someone's smacking a girl, but I didn't know all this stuff was, I know it's wrong, but I didn't know all the laws and how much trouble you could get Mm -hmm. into and that you couldn't give any consent to any sexual relations before 16. And that is considered rape. Even if you're 17, you know, you can get in a lot of trouble and, and, I'm looking at these kids, looking at their lives like, wow, your life because of something you did once is is really messing up so many things. Yeah. I mean, you just you just exposing yourself, exposing private areas um, could get you probation and, and you can get Megan's law. Just so many things that I'm like, wow, if only you guys understood how your life, which your parents a lot of times do, that's why they, they're like, no, for certain things. They want to they wanna teach you these things and consent so, you know, it doesn't derail your life when you're so young. Absolutely. You know. Can we get into the music? Can we get into it? Because, listen, mm-hmm. we, R. Kelly is a part of the soundtrack mm-hmm. of our growing up life. Like, we Christians, mm-hmm. yes. But we heard the songs, like mm-hmm. we grew up with it, right? Yeah. So the argument now is how do you separate the artist from the monster? And for me, I can't. Because, right, it yeah. would have been one thing. I think there's another artist that we did that with. Um, 
we've done it before with several other artists who have done stupid things and we're like, eh, you know, we don't like the person, but we rock with the music. Mm -hmm. But with him, I think that he involved the monster in the the music. So it's like you can't listen to any of his songs without receiving or taking in all of that energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're just seeing it too. Like I can't now hear it and it doesn't bring up this whole docu-series I'm literally I hear it and it's just like oh my like you recorded that wow and it's not just his I mean it's not just his music because he wrote for people he wrote for so many many people people. like Whitney Houston I look to you I'm like wow he wrote this you know you are not alone Michael Jackson I'm just like oh my god I didn't know he wrote it he wrote a song with Kurt Franklin we were checking it today I'm just like wow I didn't I didn't know, you know, I didn't. So all of that, like, you can't separate it. Yeah. It's it's impossible to do so. And he's pouring out. We were talking earlier about how he's pouring out all of this because you can hear all of this stuff, like, in the music. Like, he's telling you what he did. It, how he feels in the music and we're consuming it. Um, and we were talking about how sensitive and how dangerous music can be because like these people, like we're trying to decide whether it's an outlet or what's the other thing, whether it's an outlet. If you're healing. Or if you're healing if through. If you're healing or you're, you're yeah, if it's just through the an music. outlet. Um, right? It, like if it's an outlet, right? It's like you're just pouring out everything that you're, all your desires onto the music. Whereas yeah. if it's healing, it's like, I want to get this away. I want to move from I this. Wanna I want to grow it. from it. Yeah. Like it's, 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 a, it's a different from venting. Like, oh, I'm in a messed up situation. Let me vent to you. But I'm going right back to the messed up situation. Right. That's right. not necessarily healing. It's right. just, I got it out because I need to process it. Uh-huh. But healing is I need to get it out, um, assess it, grow from it. How did I, what did I learn from this? How did I get here? What are the triggers and yeah. how do I move forward? That's now healing. Right. It wasn't simply get it out, go back, get it out, go back. That's But not, that's what he was doing. That's not That's healing. what he was doing. He was pouring it out and then we're consuming it. Yeah. We're taking it in. That's like the same with um, Mary J. Mm-hmm. We were talking about earlier, like you're like you know nine years old, like singing "I'm going down," like you know what I mean, like singing with. I was really into listen, this. I wasn't into it as much. I listen. I I yes. Okay. <laughs> like you're singing, like you know what I mean. Like I felt like I was heartbroken at nine years old and have not, listen. I don't even think I spoke to a boy like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nine, but you're singing it right because you feel. What she, you know, she poured it all out, you know what I mean? But you're taking it in. And then you wonder why, why am I so angry? Or why do I view sex the way that I do? You know what I mean? You know, I think that a lot of people, we identify with the music because we understand it. Because it it reflects everyday life. It reflects what you see. Um, But a lot of times it can be a cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember even having this discussion at... Um, positive youth development with our kids, our teenagers, and they were saying, you know, it's life experiences, but a lot of times it continues to be the same life experience. We right. continue to get in a cycle and remain in that same cycle. You're not growing from it. Yeah. 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 Um, a, another big thing that stood out to me while watching the documentaries, I believe identity mm-hmm. played a huge Absolutely. role yes. in this. Um, like, who are we and where am I accepted and where am I loved and okay um and and i think teenage years and just from a counseling perspective Mm -hmm. is the cycle stage where you're trying to figure out who you are yeah 
you're trying to figure out what I care about, what I like, and where do I fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it seems it comes off as a rebellious stage because you're exploring right. who I am. Right. You know, so it comes off as rebellious because I'm not just doing exactly what my parents might be telling me mm-hmm. um, at the time, but it is known for the time where I'm starting to question mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm starting to come to my values and my morals and where do I stand mm-hmm. with things? Do I do I believe the things I've been taught or not? Um, and you know, they have a lot of the women had these beautiful gifts yeah. or they were beautiful and he would build them up. So it would make them feel special and accepted. It would give right. them some type of identity. Yeah. Um, and it may not be that they haven't heard that they were special. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have a celebrity who's considered a musical genius. Right. Yeah. Be the one. Be the one to, to tell you. It confirms. Wow. You know, I am. Yeah. Everything. Um, so it, it did a a huge high which a lot of them said for their Mm self-esteem for who they are um but it also can do great damage when that same person tears you down yeah and 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 now you are you are searching for that high again yeah i am searching to please him i'm searching to see what will make him happy Mm -hmm. what will say this is a hit this was great did you sing like this dress like this do this and now it's almost like this addiction Mm -hmm. um and and now when you have this addiction and you're you're isolating. Oh, they're taking you for, oh, probably away from the work, and they're taking yeah. you away, and they're isolating you from outside people who could kind of help you when you're in something and you can't see clearly, like your family mm-hmm. and those. You can it puts you in such a bad state by that when the time they start abusing you, right. you do feel like there's nowhere I could go. Right. Who's going to help me? Who love me yeah. anymore? And so now when they're telling you I'm the only person who loves yeah, you, you believe it. Where are they? Yeah, you believe it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just so important. Um, that your gift is not your identity. Right. You know, it's it's not who you are. And it's so important that our identity is found in Christ. Absolutely. Um, because then our our gift really just exposes our identity. Mm-hmm. We just pour out our identity through the gift, right. um, you know, and just knowing who you are. And there's multiple things God says to us. We're a new creation. We're his workmanship for good works, yep. that you're chosen, that you're royal. Um, and, 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 you can use your gift now to help all the healing that is needed in this world instead of using your gift thing to bring hurt, you know, to others. So if I feel like if we do have people just in this situation, there are things that we should try to avoid saying. Um, I, I don't think sometimes we understand because we haven't been in this what situation. Mean? Meaning like, okay, let's say someone is in a, a abusive relationship and you, I mean, a, any type of abuse okay. and you realize um we might say well why didn't you run away right you know, but it often do yeah um why can't you just get over it mm-hmm. which we see even in a documentary um the girl who her mom did get her back she ran back to him three yeah, days later she did yep you know that we're just like get over it what are you what are you yeah. doing he's abusing you he's cutting your hair doing yeah. all these things um it is that it isn't necessarily helping the healing mm-hmm. you know i don't think i believe you these are these are crushing things that that the victim probably heard yeah. already from the abuser. Right. And it's it's just confirmation, you know what? He was right. The the perspective is already being shifted yeah. and now hearing it from someone that I'm I'm trying to open up to, mm-hmm. it's it's like confirming what they said. In the same way where his brother had said um, I was scared to tell my mom right. about the abuse. So he said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to someone my age and see how they react. And from the reaction, I'll know, yeah. you know, what my mom said. And he said, oh, I don't believe you. That didn't happen to you. Wow. And 
yeah. from R. Kelly telling his brother this, he's like, well, then my mom surely yeah, won't, believe. won't believe me. And and he's not the first. It's so many yeah. that, that say these things. And it's just like, wow, mm-hmm. um, it's very important to, to realize this happens to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, just acting as if their story means nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so normal. Yeah. Um, maybe if you weren't wearing what you wore, it wouldn't have happened. Mm, that's a, yeah, that's it's, a big one. It's your fault yeah. how someone else viewed you as yeah. an object. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Viewed you as less than. Yeah. Um, no accountability that they don't have a choice. Right. That you take away their choice by by what you wear. It blows my mind right. that we we would teach this yeah. and and it it, it runs into the ninety six percent being male that it that is almost an excuse. Yeah. Like she allured you to do this yeah. as if no responsibility. Mm. No responsibility at all. And and maybe it was your fault. Mm. Maybe that this is your fault. You know, um we, we were talking about Aaliyah and how much we like loved Aaliyah growing up. Let me tell you. Let me get some tissue for this because listen. Oh, I loved, loved Aaliyah growing up. Love. Let me tell you how much I practiced that choreography. Okay. For dust yourself off and try again. Listen. Like, I loved her. You know, she was a tomboy and I was a tomboy kind of growing up. So I just identify with her. Yeah, we grew up with her. Like the changes she was going through. We, we were going, going through. through. So like, it's just yeah. like, oh my gosh. So now looking back as an adult, yeah, it's like, whoa. I didn't know she was 12 when she met him. I didn't realize they were married at 15. I'm looking at my decisions at 15. Side note. Go. I have a problem with her mom. Why? Her mom... At the beginning of this docuseries, when it was coming out, Aaliyah mom, Aaliyah mom, okay. really went out and made this whole statement about you know don't tarnish her daughter's name. Okay. This didn't happen. Yada yada yada. Yet you have marriage certificates. Yeah, and it's like, what do you mean, ma'am? Yeah. Now you're still in denial, ma'am. And I, I, I think I have trouble with that. Yeah, I, I don't know if. I don't know. What don't could that know. be? Like, at this point. I guess because Aaliyah passed away, she's like, I don't want to bring any more light to this. Right, right, right. But at the same time, I don't think people are looking at Aaliyah to blame. I right, really yeah, do think absolutely. it's empathetic. Like, wow, she was this young. Yeah. You know? And it's crazy. I didn't realize that Aaliyah's mom did that. Yeah. Because that's some kind of similar to the girl that was on the tape. Yeah. With yeah. R. Kelly. Her, her parents. Yeah. Denying it. Denied it. Didn't even show up to the courtroom. Denying that she's denying it. This still working happened. with him. Still was around him. Yeah, and I'm just like I can't even imagine her perspective of herself. Yeah, her perspective of others. Yeah. Her perspective of the world. Yeah. Because I'm just like, and this is why I'm saying these conversations and teaching your children and understanding how often that this happens and how we have to attack this is so needed. Because look at. These are people they're going to school with. Yeah. These are people they are becoming friends with mm-hmm. that aren't being taught. Yeah. And then now they, they're friends and they're saying, hey, you want to come with me? Mm-hmm. And and changing their whole perspective and viewpoint. And mm-hmm. a lot of times our first perspective of a thing, it, it holds weight. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, things that yeah. we can say. 
Okay. What can we say? Um, I'm here for you if you want to talk more about this. Okay. You know, I'm so sorry you had to go through this. Mm -hmm. um, you're a survivor, and that's important to remember. And I think it's Im this is an important statement. Yeah. And I say this is an important statement because they're having a mental battle uh, within themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to keep on reinforcing this identity that someone that's been abused is fighting yeah. you know so it's so important to keep on reinforcing the christ identity mm -hmm. this new creation in the past has has passed away yeah. um that is so important to keep reinforcing in them i'm glad that you are brave and speaking up about this right you know that now more young people could could be able to spot these things can be able to avoid these things um, and and be more be safe. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you for confiding in me. I'm glad that you trust me enough. You know, it's, it's showing uh, I believe in you. I, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. um, can I get any? Can I get you anything to make you more comfortable right now? What do you need um, from me? And and a lot of times we like to say I understand. Yeah, no, yeah. you no. know, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily the route you know to go is i understand um because a lot of times we don't yeah. fully understand and even if we've been through similar situations yeah. every situation has is very unique it's, it's very spirit, unique so, every yeah. definition yeah. we give is different what i give to something Cheryl's gonna give is different yeah what Cheryl may give to something yeah you'll give something different yeah. completely different um so yeah i just think that this is this brought light yeah to, to a situation with sexual abuse and, and harassment mm -hmm. that I think um, should be discussed more, yeah. um, especially us as new generations. Sometimes, you know, our parents didn't have the language yeah. to discuss these things. Yeah. The they kind of just like, just don't do it. Right. You know, and then something happens. And a lot of times with it being close to home, it's just like, do I tell them it's going to rip our family apart? Right. In my program, we had to have family re reunification counseling mm. because it would be siblings right. that this happened. And, and I can imagine being a parent that you're so torn, yeah. you know, with what's going on. And, and, and a lot of times we would even have counseling for the parents, mm -hmm. um, too, because some of the parents did teach their kids. Yeah. And they still and did stuff, what they yeah. did. You know, and it's just like we're not here to blame you. Right. You know, we're here to heal with you and heal as a family. And how can we move forward? What resources can we provide for your child yeah. um, to move forward? And you may be wondering, you know, what resources can I have? There are a lot of per public services that are free mm -hmm. um, that they will give at least up eight to eight weeks of free counseling. I know that they do that at the Bureau in Newark. They do up to eight weeks of free counseling. There's mm -hmm. online counseling. There's hotlines. There's crisis centers that you can call and yeah. just speak to that. Um, there's a lot of help and counseling is needed um, because our perspectives could be very off and we're not even aware of it and it's affecting so many people. Absolutely, absolutely. In ways we didn't imagine. We were talking earlier about, you know, you're talking about how our parents didn't necessarily have language for all of this yeah. stuff that was has been happening for a long time, you know what I mean? Like, we hear stories of how people literally have Thanksgiving dinner with the guy who did something or the girl who did yeah. something to them, and they have to serve them, pass the plate, pass the uh, mashed potatoes at, yeah. at Thanksgiving, birthday parties, you know, gotta nobody be there. Knows. And nobody gives language. And I, we were talking about earlier about how this generation, our generation, really is in a tight spot that we are 
I, I think I said the word is I feel like we're chosen because yeah. we are breaking down generational curses. We are mm-hmm. destroying those things, bringing light to everything that was in the dark that, mm-hmm. you know, those things and what happens in my house stays, stays in, my in my house. house. No, that thing is going to come out here because we need healing. And fix this house. We need to fix this house, break it down to the foundation and yeah. build back up. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we're you know, trying to help the next generation not fall into those pitfalls and not have to struggle the way we have to. Um, And so it's a lot. And we were talking about how so much anxiety, so much depression, Mm -hmm. so much um, anger. There's a lot. No wonder. And I thank God that therapy has been a thing. (laughs) And I hope it continues to be a thing because it is needed for for what we are have been tasked to do, what yeah. we are facing. We're facing literally the demons of our family lineages, mm-hmm. right? And we're facing them and we're standing in power, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. to take, you know what I mean? So, I mean, kudos to everybody out here who is doing it, who is pushing forward, who Keep is fighting. praying, who is seeking the Lord, who mm-hmm. is doing everything that they can. Um, to fight this thing and to, to, to create a new path for um, who's coming. Th- those who are and coming themselves. and themselves yeah. and the families they're they're creating and the families that they're they're raising because um, it's not an easy task but it's just like I don't want who I love to have to go through these right. very same things I love that we're pushing mental health forward to say yeah. I'm not okay yeah. you know so I'm not okay I've been feeling down I've been feeling depressed I need I need help yeah. you know how do I how do I get help through these things I am I'm very happy for these things and and just us trying to pass down different things and even then I'm I'm happy because I I do believe that um, the generation prior, they are seeing a difference in our generation. Yeah. I do think that they're open to it. I've been talking to my parents even then about the things that I've learned, yeah. what I've seen now in a school system and, and just trying to help there. Um, and I'm just like, wow, you know, these are all the things that's going on and that I notice. And it's it's a lot yeah. and it's heavy. And, and, and they're like, it's a lot of things we didn't. We don't we don't know, nor yeah. do we come from. And you're teaching us. Yeah. <laughs> you're teaching us things that you know, we didn't know in the same way that those may be teaching in health yeah. and, and taking care of ourselves and, and they're learning with us, you know, okay, with how to eat and making sure I eat right. Um, and, and I just love that. And I just want to keep encouraging um, our generation to keep doing that. Um, it's not, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Get your accountability, get your spiritual mentorship, yeah. have your, your people you can come to to be like, I need prayer. I need you to check in on me. I, I had that as well. This week with just being tired. I'm like, Sherelle, pray. You know, I'm tired. Um, This is going on. And and, and my inner circle, I'm not saying tell everyone. I'm telling your accountability people um, that can hold you and help you. Um, Because you're going to need it. You know, you're definitely going to need it. Iron sharpened iron. You're not supposed to be doing all this in isolation. It does not. It's not the work of the Lord. It's not. That's not God. God is about um, teamwork and just being together. You know, it's just very, very, very Get you a friend like me. So Mo Mo texts me and, you know, she's like, you know, we're having a rough day. It's a lot. And I had to ask her. I said, do I need to put on my Tims or do I need to fall on my knees? Okay. Because there's two different things here. Like, do I need to go to bed for you or do I need to go to prayer war for you? Okay. Either way, in the spirit or in the physical, I got you. She legit texts me that and I just laugh. I'm like, she is ready to go. Either way. 
either way. Hit the means, Sherelle. Hit the means. I need prayer like right now. Right now. Going in on some demons, okay? They don't want it with us. Okay. I am a child of God. Chosen. Okay. Royalty. And I think it's important you guys are... um, just affirming yourselves as you grow in your identity. Identity is huge. There's three things you will never get from a relationship from another person. That's identity, purpose, and acceptance, like full acceptance. And those three things I think God put um, in us that we won't ever be. You can get a high, but not to be like sustaining overflow with water, overflowing. And I think that only that space only can come from God. Um, and I think it's just so important that we find our identity in him. We keep on telling ourselves our identity because you have the world constantly attacking your identity constantly in this age of social media listen there's no break there's no break there's no break so you need that um all right you guys that was heavy that was heavy let's all take a deep breath hold it exhale here we go all right all right, let's get into a little bit of lightheartedness. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to introduce like a little segment that we have called Cut from the Culture. Culture, culture. Um, And so basically we'll be talking about everything that has been happening, mm-hmm. um, all the lighthearted stuff at least <laughs> <laughs> that has been happening. So if you guys um, will use the hashtag Cut from the Culture, if you're following us on Instagram at Views from Genesla, um, we'll use the hashtag Cut from the Culture, culture. tag us in stuff that you want us to talk talk about mm-hmm. um and then we'll look through it and have this segment so i really just wanted to bring up two things honestly so <laughs> the first um really is listen i i know monique struggles with this right <laughs> so <laughs> success junior everybody I knows success junior mama junior wow. we love wow, success wow, wow, junior. Wow, wow, like, wow. growing up patient like we didn't know that we had such Such. similar upbringings seriously like is there a book it's like y'all learn our parents learn how to raise us together in one class exactly the same because all of his videos i'm like bruh this happened to you too listen but the latest video is about it's about (laughs) me it's about money (laughs) because literally he goes i guess somebody calls his mom and it's an emergency and she says take down my number (laughs) And she starts to say it in Creole, and bruh, he starts writing multiplication, like math problems for the number. And I'm like, it's so crazy. I didn't even know that people did multiplication to figure out the numbers. I was watching, like, wait, that's me. And then I'm like, wait, they do multiplication. I had a whole group chat with my siblings about this. And they're like, really, Monique? No, we're going to speak in Creole for the rest of the group chat. And we're going to see if you can understand it. I'm like, seriously, guys, you guys are coming for me. For parler créole, for parler, for lire, for écrire, c'est here. Okay, nous faites ici, mais c'est here. For parler, yo. So literally, you guys, I don't know about you guys, but once you get to about the sixties, yeah. no, let me say sixties, sixty-nine, swasantnef. All right, good, swasantnef, mm. bruh. When you get to the seventies and they start adding tens and twenties, I'm like, why? I don't even. Why can't you that. just say seventy? But that's probably because I don't even know up to ten. But. Yeah. Monique, you know like 16, 17. Uh, Come on. I don't think I do. 20. Say it in crowd. What's 20? Go tell no, me. No, I don't. Then. Then. You know, it's crazy. I know it in Spanish because I learned it in school. Oh, I know. I learned it. <laughs> but if you say it, it's like it doesn't come to my mind. But if you say it, I'll be like, oh, okay. 
But if you be like count, I'll be like, oh. No, Monique dans l'église le dimanche matin, là yo dit somme 16, somme 17, somme 18, 18. Have I never before and been like, what the net. Ou perdi net, ou par contre ça là pour régler. It's so bad guys. That's crazy. Yo, how many? But how many of Honestly, I think when the, when it comes to the numbers, I'm like that. Okay. Like speaking Creole, I'm fine. Even reading. Yeah. Reading Creole, I'm fine. I'm Creole. Okay. Creole really, like the way you say it yeah. is literally the way you write Read it. it yeah. Like it's, there is, like you could, somebody who's not Creole, like who understands Creole, mm-hmm. like you could read it because. It's true. No, I can You could that. sound it out and figure yeah. out what oh, they okay. say. Yeah, it's true. But, That's oh my gosh. Real. That video, she Hilarious. sent it to me you talking about some, this it. is me. me. I'm going to post it on our Instagram because I'm going to post it. You have to. So you guys see. Oh, my gosh. gosh, It is ridiculous. He's he's great. Ridiculous. Um, The next cut from the culture. Let me tell you, this is something I love. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I love. Bridging the gap. Jackson Cherry with the healing room. Yes. Bruh, like the Holy Spirit took over. Yeah. Like that album, if you don't have it, and you know what I love? Because for the longest time, I have always wanted like our Christian Haitian songs because yeah. I don't I don't know about I, you. I know. It just But it's different it's when it's in different. Creole. I don't know it's why. Different. Like what is it? What is it? Like it's out here. It hits you differently. Like English don't hit. I I low key have some issues. Like sometimes, like when we switch songs to English, (laughs) and I'm like, bro, it don't it don't go in English. It does. It doesn't hit the same way. It does. And it's not just me. I've talked to multiple people who's just like, yeah, it doesn't hit the same way. And it's so crazy. I I had stumbled across Jackson Cherry on YouTube randomly. Yeah. A while and ago, yeah. A while ago. And it was just a song. I didn't even know him yet. And it was Akman Levy. Yeah. Ooh, that video. I was like, wow. Wow. Don't worship and drive. Like, wow. Okay, there have been times you got sis gotta pull over. I said this is pull over. Amazing. 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 I love it because it truly is bridging the gap between two two generations. Because it's the Creole songs, but it's in a way, it's sung in a way that we understand as the American culture, right? And it's just like, oh my gosh. Like when they sing um, what's the song? Or when they literally do the melodies. Yeah. together and Anne Garzon with Pagi and Lo- like mm-hmm. listen I yeah. I am in my house and I'm like listen I, I'm good for nobody <laughs> I'm good for nobody no. right now because I love it I love it Seriously. now of course they do have some Luan songs mm-hmm. that our older folks aren't really <laughs> fans of because it's very it's borderline compa-ish right it gets you a little mm-hmm. bit moving okay. you know um, women I, but I, yes, I like to move and praise the Lord. <laughs> so Ooh. I'm feeling it. You know what I mean? And I put I that on. I, honestly, I'd rather put that on than put on whatever the radio is playing. It's true. It's true. You know what I mean? I like it. I'd rather put that I on and have my kids week. listen to it. Like we were talking about how uh, my nephew who rides in the car with me mm-hmm. listens to the music that's in the car. So I'd rather have this playing and it has a beat to it yeah. and he gets into it because next thing you know, we he's in the car it. and he's singing it. 
and you don't even he's singing it. You're like, oh, they was picking up, and yep. you you can pick up on songs. Even like you, I've heard people like, I don't like this song, and you're singing it just because it got played around you. Like yep. you don't even like it, <laughs> but it's just playing around but you. It gets into you. So I'd rather the Holy Spirit and the words get into you. Then that makes you want to look up the words, and that makes you want to look up the scriptures. And next thing yeah. you know, you have a whole relationship with the Lord. Okay? And it's crazy too. Like I've sung songs before in my life, and then when I go back and read, I'll be like, oh. Oh, that's a whole scripture. That's where they got this from. Like, this is Psalms. Like, this is a whole song. How did I not know this? Right? You over here like, this is the best song they ever wrote. No, the Holy Spirit wrote that Seriously, thousands of years ago. Legit. It's like scripture. Like, it's amazing. I've read, I, so, you know, I'm a social media person. So, when they posted this on Union Suite, like, mm. I commented and I'm liking and I followed everybody. And yes. they're like, you know, I mentioned um, that we do this podcast and I think Jackson Cherry responded and he's like, oh, where are you located? Hi. And I'm like, orange. So, I'm hoping that one day soon, Hopefully we can have them up here and talk Aww. to them about this incredible, yeah. um, this incredible, I want to say thing that the, I don't even know the word that they're doing because it's not just this album. Mm-hmm. It's an, uh, multiple albums that they have that are all of our Shunday Espinosa songs, songs that, we've grown, that we've grown up singing, hearing. but it's just touching you in a whole new way. Thanks it's incredible. Bo, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, We are wrapping up. We have, I want to say, maybe about five or something minutes. Um, We have some time. Uh, I I guess we'll do one more. So this is more like a question. So Steve Harvey has been going viral because he has this little mini clip where he's talking about, you know, um, uh, opportunities and things like that. I missed it. Yeah. So it's, um, I don't know if I could. In fact, I was just going to say that. Let me see if it'll work if I play it. Hold on. I was just going to say you want to play it. They're going to close the door on me in 2019. All that means for me is God has another door for me to open. These people that make these decisions at these networks and stuff, they don't control my life. They control that little piece of section over there. I got the rest of it. I'm God in charge of me. So every door that closes for you in 2019, if you understand that that allows for an opportunity for another door to open, maybe I need some more rest. Maybe I've been working too hard. Maybe this is his way of saying, hey, partner, you're going to slow down. I'm going to help you slow down. I've learned to Mm -hmm. accept God's will and understand that everything that happens to me happens to me for my good and my betterment because the God I serve didn't bring me this far to leave me. You tell me, why would God lift you to the height that he got you to just to see you fall? That's not the God we serve. They're going to close the door. Yeah. So, um, Right? Um, like, that is incredible. And I love what he's saying. It's positive. It's amazing. It's incredible. But my question to, I guess, the audience, and you guys obviously can reply back on um, wherever you're listening to this on, or you can reply back on our Instagram. Um, but my question is, people who aren't all the way saved. I don't know how to say that because all the way saved is not even a thing. But like people who aren't like active, I want to say active uh, Christians, um, you know what I mean? Like I don't know how to take such things from them. Like, I mean, it's great. It's, it's, it's motivating. 
It's um, I love it. That, do you believe God can use people to? Talk God can that? use a donkey. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess, but I'm I'm always leery of that because mm-hmm. honestly, so, so there's somebody that um I follow and she is so dope when it comes to scripture. Like the way she flips it, not flips it, but the way she presents it to um a generation, like it's incredible the way she puts it, like in a way that um like we understand as young people, right? But then I'm like, sis, the next slide is you twerking. Like, I'm like, I can't. Like, you can't do that. Because people grow up and be confused. Like, you, um, like, I was talking to the Lord this morning, right? We had our conversation. <laughs> and he was basically, because I was, you know, complaining. Um, and I'm like, how come these people are, like, have, living their best life? Ain't going back and forth, you know? Living their best life. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, out here struggling. And he's like, everything that looks like a blessing, like, that don't mean that they're running. That don't mean that they're running in my league. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, I have you running your race in my league, right? And it okay. seems slower. They're running a whole different, you know, idols or whatever's league, and it looks like they're prospering because they're in that league, that league that is not everlasting, mm-hmm. that's not eternity. That league is going to fall off in, like, three or four years. But you, I want you to keep moving, moving uh, 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 for forever. Okay. And it's like, I get that, but I'm like, why is people with double life? You know, like, like mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I never read the Bible this way. Oh, my gosh, you're so amazing and blah, 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 blah. And in the next video, sis, in the next video, I'm like, come on. You know what I mean? You out here trying to live holy, uh-huh. you know, clothes, looking right, you know. And then, like, nobody's, like, paying attention. So, I, I, I don't know. Like, I get it. It's positive. It's mm-hmm. awesome that people are getting the word. But in my mind, I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know if that leads to righteousness if that leads anywhere positive because then you get a mis- mis- misconstrued point of view of what Christianity and what Christ wants okay Christ wants me to know the word but mm-hmm. not really apply it <laughs> that don't make sense right that don't make sense like I don't get it why <laughs> why I'm just asking right, right, why <laughs> um, but yeah so that was the podcast for today you guys um, thanks for hanging out with us yes yes yes, yes. Um, check us out on Saturdays 2 to 3 p.m. on tune in app on Radio Olivier um, you see my French girl I you heard that bro <laughs> okay um, <laughs> we're um uh yeah so you guys sorry i got distracted by somebody in the window um so yeah uh olivier from on saturdays 2 to 3 p.m and then um on soundcloud on itunes in a couple of days and yes. of course on the uh regular tune in app i think i said that already yeah so we love you guys love thank you. you guys for listening follow us on all social media views from janessa bye <laughs> peace out